All right, guys, today, Coach Steve and I are going to talk about communication. So this is really important because how you frame your mind for the day, for the week, for the year, month, whatever it is, like it's important because if you're having negative thoughts inside your head that are telling you, you can't do this, you won't do this, you might do this, that's exactly what's going to happen. So if you say you can, you will, you're going to find any way you're going to do to get it done. If you say maybe, you're just going to stick with that. Maybe you're going to stay in that maybe mindset for a long time. That maybe might even turn into a no, that maybe might turn into a yes, but you don't want to be staying in that state. You're going to condition your mind. Um, so Stephen, how can you kind of frame this kind of thinking um, in a way as well? Yeah, I love what you said about decisions, you know, because every day we make a decision on who we're, who we're being, who we're going to become. Identity is like the most powerful pull is how you see yourself is that's how you're going to show up and be. So every day you're making a decision on who am I being, who are you going to, who, you know, who are you? going to show up and it starts with your self-communication, right? It's all communication. So the, the things you say to yourself, your entire body hears and it affects your cells It impacts your cells. And so it affects how you show up. So that, you know, how you talk to yourself affects who you're being, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to master who you're being, it starts with a decision of how you communicate to yourself. Are you going to beat yourself up when you fall off track or are you mm -hmm. going to lift yourself up? Like, are you going to communicate to yourself in a way that gives you energy? And makes you feel more focused and empowered, or are you going to do the opposite? You know, communicating yourself that beats you down mm -hmm. and makes you, you know, not want to show up the next day. Right? Because you know, if you don't, now there's going to be a huge punishment. Like, no, give yourself some some grace, allow for recovery. Remember, it's all stimulus and recovery, right? You need an efficient stimulus that gives you the proper um, effective change in your body, right? Just like a cold tub. I always like the cold tub analogy. Because if you go into a, an ice bath or a cryo tank, you only need to go in a cryo tank for three minutes, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a proper stimulus for your cells to respond and change and create the desired effect that you want, right? So it's not about your body is always going to respond to intensity, not duration, yep. right? So if you have the proper intensity of proper stimulus, now you can do that. It might not be pleasant for those three minutes, but the benefit, you know, <laughs> Right, but you're sacrificing that three minutes for the rest of your day of feeling amazing. Like your mind's going to be right. Your energy is going to be right. Your, your libido, like everything is going to change. Right. But you have an efficient, proper stimulus that gives you the desired result and benefit. And so you can focus, say 10 minutes, you focus now the rest of the hour, 50 minutes on recovery. Mm -hmm. how, can you, how can you let yourself recover better? How can you get more, better quality nutrition, mm -hmm. right? How can you get more oxygen, better hydration levels? So it's that sacrifice. It's just all in your head. Now, is that three minutes of sacrifice in the cold chamber? Is the 10 minute or 15 minute X3 sacrifice? That's for you to decide. For me and Steven, it's not a sacrifice. It's a daily commitment we have to our bodies that we're going to do an intense three minutes in the cold plunge, an intense 10 to 15 minutes in the X3 workout. And that's going to set the tone for the rest of our day. We are choosing to do that for ourselves because we know the long-term payoff of that is going to be massive. So it's, it's a literally all in your mindset. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so the language on it, the first piece of communication, if you're going to communicate with yourself, the first thing is the words you use. What words do you choose to describe your experience? Because mm -hmm. you like, what's the emotional, because the decision is an emotional process. And then afterwards, we justify it logically, but you uh, words create emotion, like words trigger emotion. Right. So if you say it's a sacrifice, my mind immediately thinks, oh, God, what am I having to give up? 
Mm -hmm. Right. It's almost like a negative connotation where if you say it's a commitment to myself, that more has a positive connotation of like, Hey, this is commitment. I'm going to follow through. This is who I am. I commit to myself and I commit to things that I do and I follow through hundred percent. Like just the words sacrifice versus commitment. Mm -hmm. Right. What is it for you? Do you have to, or do you want to? Exactly. Right. Or, or do you need to? Right. There's like three. There's words you choose have different emotional uh, ties in your nervous system. So that's where we need to master those. Is what are the words we're choosing to describe our experience, and what words do I choose to use? Because we unconsciously choose our words to create an emotional pattern that you have. But if you look at the percentages, they're all not. They're not all weighted equally. Meaning, if you do something physically, that's going to be fifty-five percent of your communication. So if you do something properly with your physiology, you're already over halfway to communicating your message properly, 55% of the way there, right? And then you have focus and mental focus. That's 38%. That's going to be your tone and your pitch, your tempo, your tonality, like how you pace your, pace your words. That's 38%. So that's a significant chunk over a third, but your words and your language only 7%, right? But if you start tying these together, you see how when you label things as from your observation, you label it with a word that creates an emotional meaning. Now you're getting into focus. Mm -hmm. What are you focusing on? And now you feel it in your body, right? When you use certain triggering language, don't we feel a physical response in your body? Like you, you, you get in your physiology and then it creates emotion. Mm -hmm. There's emotion. Emotion is energy and motion in your physical body. So once it gets to that point, now it's driving everything. 55% is in your body. Yep. So if we can know the seed in which it's, it's planted, and then as it grows roots into the physical form, the seed is the most important thing. Like what are the words you're using to describe your experience? Because if you change your words, it's like changing the seed that's planted. It's going to grow a different system. Mm -hmm. It's literally going to change your experience just by putting a different word on the, on the, your experience. Like someone asked me, how am I doing? I'm committed to not saying good, mm -hmm. right? Like someone asked me, how's your day going? I'm not, I'm like, whatever I say, I'm not going to say good. <laughs> right. It can't be good because that's going to be my experience. I'm going to be 70%. I'm going to be middle of the road. I'm committed to saying outstanding, fantastic, awesome. Unbelievable. If it was any better, there'd be two of me. What do we say to ourselves? Write down your one most stressful thought. Oh. <laughs> you know, if there's anything you can do right now, what's the most stressful thought that you think more than once a day? It's really only one decision. Mm -hmm. Like you, you might think, oh, you, know, you may need to make 10,000 decisions every day for, for, you know, however long, but really it's one decision on who you're being, mm -hmm. right? Because if you make the decision, this is who you are and you commit to it, you might miss a day here and there, like whatever, but the identity of who you are, that's the unconscious part of you that is going to just do it regardless. Like it's not a decision every day, whether I'm going to do it, it's who I am. I do it. I, I become it. Right. So it's not an emotional decision to do it. I just need to, the, the decision is when is it going to fit in right. weightlifting, you know, but I'm motivated to continue X3 every day. Even if I am a little bit, you know, feeling down or whatever, by the time I get around to doing the X3 and the pushing or pulling, I'm like, I'm ready. Cause I know I'm going to feel great. It, physiology is the biggest shift in our communication. So we change our physiology, 10 minutes of a shift. You're having a bad day at work. Like go do an X3 set. Look at how much better you feel, yep. right? Like even if you have to um, spread it out, you know, and do one set here and then manage it throughout your day, but getting it all in 
and you, you notice the difference. It's just who you become. Yeah. You're chemically changing yourself. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And for muscle gain, that's the ultimate goal you want to get to. So all those negative thoughts, we all have them. We all have those negative thoughts. Like it's getting too hard. We got to stop. We got to stop. This is too uncomfortable. Get that out. That doesn't, that's not you. Are you conditioning yourself that that's you? Or is that just some other human condition that we all have that it's just, it's just a part of life. Like, what is that? It's, it's not you. Don't make that you. That is not you. So we well, have to get rid of that. It's agreeing to be mediocre. Right. It's agreeing to not push past what we think we're capable of because your body can handle a lot more than what your mind is comfortable with. Right. Right. If you get past a seven in discomfort, you might be like, your mind is like, oh, time to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Right. The studies show you're going to be at that point when you, when your mind wants to shut it down, you're 40% of the way there. Right. Meaning you're not quite halfway yet. Right. Muhammad Ali used to say he doesn't count his push-ups until he starts feeling tired. Right. That's when he starts the training. Right. But so what we're saying is like whatever negative thoughts you have that come up or self-sabotaging thoughts or, you know, thoughts that you're lazy if you miss a workout or you're, you're bad if you fall off the diet plan or whatever. The thought is the most stressful thought from before we got to identify what is the recurring thought that's making you stressed or that is keeping you from taking action and then clear it and cleanse it like in the garden of your mind, like you got to acknowledge what's there and then weed it out, like clear it out, like banish it. It's not it's shame it away. Like it's not part of who you want to become or what you're doing to move forward in your life. Like it's, it's a saboteur, like get it out of there. Right. With all your might, like you got to really clear it out. Um, and so clearing it and then planting, like that's the thing you got to realize, what do you want to create? So you clean and clear out, you know, but now you have fresh soil. What are you going to plant? Mm-hmm. What are we going to install in the place of the weeds? What are you going to install in the place of that sabotaging voice or that stressful thought? What, what's the program you're going to put in? You know, this is where a lot of people get caught up. They're like, okay, I know I have this sabotaging thought and yeah, sure. I don't want it anymore, but they're, then they're stuck. Like, well, you got it. It's because they don't have something compelling enough to put in its place. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're very emotionally connected. We don't want this, but if we put just as much or even, you know, more emotion into what we do want, all of a sudden energy is going to flow in that direction. We're going to get more of what we want. Mm-hmm. So we need to be clear enough, like making a clear enough template or tape or words that make us feel uplifted and want to go do it right? Words. And then you're starting to focus on different things. Like it'll be a whole different experience when you, when you do this, when you get to a conditioned place of like, you're choosing the words powerfully, right? Like I get to do the X3 today. I'm so blessed and fortunate. I get to go do it outside. I don't have to do it. I get to do it. Yeah. Like what an opportunity. Holy moly. Like, wow. Like I'm looking forward to it now. Right. You know, it's not like a dread thing. And if you, and if that's where it is for you, that's fine too. But just notice if you start, you're in control of how you describe the experience to yourself. Mm-hmm. No one is making you choose certain words to describe the experience. So if you just change the word, a lot of times they'll come into OsteoStrong and they pull on the core pull and they say, I hate this one. This isn't the hardest one. I hate this one. This is, this one sucks. Okay. Well, it hears you say that every cell in your body hears you say that you think you're going to perform better or worse saying it like that. Right. Cause you can just change how they say it. This is the, this is the most challenging one. This one gets the best out of me. This one gives me the result I'm actually looking for. Mm-hmm. That's it's describing the same thing, but which one makes you feel better to me? It's like, Oh, a challenge sounds fun. This mm-hmm. gives me the best result. This gives me exactly what I'm looking for. This is why I'm here. Okay. 
I can deal with that. Right. Even if I'm not the best that day at it, who cares? This is why I'm here. <laughs> you know, it, it changes the entire context of the experience. So really be aware and bring those unconscious words and, and, and tapes and patterns that we keep telling ourselves. bring more awareness to that, find that power in the language. And then it, then it, that's the seed that's able to plant. So what do you want to feel like? What are the thoughts you want to have? What thoughts make you feel more energetic? What thoughts make you feel lighter and happier and freer and willing to express joy? Like those are the ones to start planting in the garden. Right. right? So that's the second step. First step, right? You got to clear out the negative thoughts. Second step, you got to plant what you want. You know, in your garden, do you want tulips, daffodils, roses? You want a vine? Like you got to know what you're planting and then you got to know what tools you need. Right. If you're going to put in a wall, that's different than if you're putting in a vine to grow up the side of the house. Like you're going to need different tools. You're going to need different material. So you're going to have to run down to Home Depot and get different things. Right. So you have to, you have to think what tools do you need for what you want? Because right now you're aware, we're aware of what we, what we don't want and we're clearing it out. But now we're, now we have a blank canvas and we need tools to prepare to get to where we want to go. So you know what you want to plant, but you got to know what you want to plant before you need to know what tools to get. Mm -hmm. Right. So like knowing what you want, being aware of what is, then knowing what you want and then getting the right tools in place to get you to that outcome. Right. right. That's like that three-step thing, getting your unconscious conscious, right? That's the battle of everyone. I mean, everyone's in that, you know, we're not above it. We just, the more aware you are of it, the more power you have in motion, producing that result. It's like shifting that iceberg under the ocean, moving it closer to where you want to be, where your goals are. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, we can really have tremendous power when we understand the power of our language focus and our movement patterns. Yep. So, yeah. Cool. Awesome guys. So this was a lot of just unconscious communication, the communication you're making within your own mind that you're not even aware of. You want to be aware of it. You want to take it out. You want to like, really think about it, look at it. Like, why am I having these thoughts? Why? If you understand the why you're going to be able to destroy it. Like these negative thoughts, destroy them, bring out the, the powerful, positive thoughts, grow those thoughts. You don't want to get rid of the negative thoughts. You want to grow the positive thoughts and you just keep doing that over and over and over again. And I mean, your mind, your unconscious mind, your unconscious communication with yourself is just going to completely change. Mm -hmm. Yep. And yeah, why will give you more of what it is. Like, I don't need to understand why the, the, the dandelions grow. Like, I don't know why they grow. They grow <laughs> though. And I'm going to take them out, right? We just take them out. We decide to take them out. So how you decide to take them out is, is one thing. Like, what are the tools you're going to use? What's your, how long is it going to take the process like that, but being clear on what, what, and, and, and then why, like your why, right? So like, why, what is there? Like why the trauma or why the, the limiting pattern or why the limiting thought is not as important as why it must change now. Mm-hmm. Like, why must it change now? What's the future potential that you're losing out on that you don't get by keeping it? You know, and now that's pretty powerful. That's a powerful why. And then you'll figure out, and then you got to be clear on what, what it is and then how. So, I mean, here's just another little thing that we forgot of questions, right? So if you're going to unconsciously communicate with yourself or become more aware of your unconscious communication with yourself and others is questioning, questioning things and ask and knowing the trigger words for questions, who, what, where, when, why, how, 
there's probably some conditioned maybe dad or mom or aunt or uncle or like society who's 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 telling you this is true mm-hmm. is everyone else around you doing it so that's what you think you must do but right you didn't really choose that you know that's what i've i found like a lot of this unconscious stuff was programmed before i was even aware of it right now it's my job to become more aware and then consciously choose whether i want to keep it or not and being able to clear out the old and cleanse and then plant the new and what I do want and then energize, energize the new, new way of being, give it all the energy you have. Right. That was a really good one, but we're going to end this one. Uh, We're going to move on to the next subject uh, the following week, but I mean, I'm pretty happy with this. Um, It was very in depth of unconscious communication and we're just going to build on this more and more. That was, that was a good one. Awesome job. Thanks Tyler. Appreciate you, man. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Okay.